So this just happened a few nights ago. We had a special evening event in my church, which I'm volunteer staff for, and I was in charge of the kitchen and locking up the building afterwards. The event went well, and instead of feeling tired like normal, I actually have a little burst of energy. I decided that instead of going home and relaxing like I typically do, I was going to swing by Walmart and do some shopping that I had planned for the next day. I was actually really excited for my little shopping trip, as I enjoy it, but I don't often have time for just leisurely looking around stores. I finished my cleaning of the kitchen, secured the building, and left the church around 9pm. Off to Wally World. Once there, I did have a really good time. At first, I started in cosmetics and just sort of worked my way slowly through the departments, ending in grocery. That's where the story really begins. I was all the way in the back of the grocery section, browsing the coffee creamers, when I saw a really tall Asian-looking guy probably in his mid to late 30s walk past me. I wasn't sure why, but I felt very hyper-aware that he was there and walking past me. For some reason, this guy had set off some kind of alarm that I can't explain. He gave me a really strange look as he slowly walked past me, like he was trying to process what he thought of me. I was uneasy, and I just watched him until he moved out of sight. I wondered if maybe he was a creep with bad intentions. But working with people, I know that looks and actions can be misunderstood easily, so I moved on and tried not to think too much about it. He was gone now, so it shouldn't matter. As I continued shopping, I soon noticed two other Asian guys. They were being somewhat loud and just acting like your typical 20-something-year-old boys. Sometimes they spoke in English in normal tones, but occasionally the younger of the two would yell something really loud in Korean. That is what made me take notice that they were Asian. They almost seemed to be showcasing it. Honestly, it was kind of rude behavior, but I ignored it. Most people don't care how they act that late, especially at Walmart. It wasn't long till I began to feel like I was being followed by them. I'm not a paranoid person, nor do I like to be. So I kept reasoning with myself that they were just making their way through the store like I was, and it was normal to often go down the same aisles as someone else. Only, they didn't have a cart or hand basket, and they weren't grabbing anything. Just goofing around and slowly talking louder and louder, and more and more in Korean. I also felt like they were getting closer to me. Now, I don't speak Korean myself, but I do have a few friends that do. Between them and the few K-dramas I've actually watched, I have picked up a few words. The younger ones seemed to be talking somewhat rudely, but I wasn't really sure. Every so often, he would seem to gesture in my direction, and then say something which I'm pretty sure meant bitch in Korean. I just looked it up, and yeah, I was right. He only said it when seemingly talking about what I assumed was me. We had reached the Asian aisle in the store, and I was browsing the sauces, I spent more time here than other places in the store because I do a lot of Asian-style cooking. My older cousin's wife is Japanese, and she got me into loving Japanese food at a very young age. I'm not sure if this is what threw the younger guy off or not, but once again, 
I heard him say the word that means bitch. I was getting really annoyed with these two, especially the younger one, and I glared at him, continuing to keep a watch on them out of the corner of my eye. The feeling of uneasiness had really been growing, and I was so distracted by them that I couldn't even remember what I had at home and what I needed. Well, the younger one looked taken aback at my dirty look, and he'd started smacking his friend in the arm. This is where he messed up. He stopped speaking Korean and had started speaking Japanese to his friend. Now, I'm not fluent in Japanese, but I know many words and I can string together some very bad small talk or get the idea of what's being said. My cousin's wife used to try and teach me, but I was too busy in my adult life to spend much time with her now. Still, I retained enough to be helpful. From what I could gather, the younger one was now panicking because he now thought I could understand Korean. They began to talk very quietly in Japanese and kept a bit more of a distance between us, but they didn't stop following me. I wasn't sure what to do. I thought about grabbing an employee or calling the police and requesting an officer to escort me out of the store, but I was terrified of what would happen if I did that. I've said this in other stories, but there's a big following in my city that hate my day job of working with the homeless and all of us who work there. The last thing I or my employer needs is white women afraid of non-English speakers waste police resources and cause a scene at local Walmart blasted everywhere. So until I was absolutely sure that I really was in danger, I ignored the boys and kept shopping. Very soon, the tall guy that gave me a weird look from earlier had joined the two younger boys. The two younger ones seemed to gain some new confidence now that their friend had joined them, and they began talking obnoxiously loud yet again, mixing in English, Korean, and Japanese. It was really disorienting. I remembered a trip that I took to Europe to visit friends. There was a group of people speaking in a mix of English, Russian, and German, my friends explained it's sometimes something that human traffickers do in order to make it difficult to understand them and pick up on their conversations or to confuse their targets. They made me promise to avoid anyone speaking in more than two languages at once. They were mostly talking about what kind of sweets they would like to go get for after, at least when they were talking in English or Japanese, and what kind of cleaning supplies they have in the car. Maybe I had worked myself up and was reading into my poor translation of Japanese, but I was really sure that these guys were targeting me for something. Seeing as they were talking about sweets, I walked right past the candy aisle and into the bread aisle, waiting for them to walk down one of the two to get their snacks. They also walked right past. I very suddenly went down the frozen pizza aisle, moving quickly, hoping I could somehow cut them off. The tall guy said something, and they quickly went down the next aisle over. I had a feeling that they meant to try and catch me at the end. Or maybe I'm just paranoid and they were going to get ice cream. I mean, they had been talking about sweets. Just to be safe, I turned right around and ducked into the women's clothing section. I made a point to go through clearance and keep an eye out. I finally felt safe enough to go to self-checkout. As I did so, the three boys were leaving the store laughing, and all three looking at me as they left. They didn't buy a single thing. It then just occurred to me that they could have been messing with me and didn't actually mean any harm. 
but I'd rather think an innocent person is dangerous than a dangerous person is innocent. I finished checking out, more annoyed at myself for being a scaredy cat and working myself up than anything. Then I headed to my car. The parking lot was still a little full of cars, but I didn't see anyone around. I figured the boys would be in their own car and gone by now, or if they were walking, they would be out of the parking lot at least. So I made my way to my car. When I was about three spaces away from my car and starting to feel safe, I suddenly heard giggling from behind a large truck. I knew it to be the youngest of the three boys. He did so much giggling in the store, there was no way I could mistake it for anyone else. I thought about running back inside and getting an employee, afraid they would jump me when I tried to get in my car. The corner of my eye caught the movement of another one of the boys on the other side of the parking aisle, and I had decided to abandon my car when I ran back to the store. I was just about to make a break for it when two cars came pulling into the parking lot and began the search for an empty spot closest to the front. This seemed to have spooked the boys, who took off running to the edge of the parking lot. I took this chance to get into my car quickly and lock myself in. When I looked around and could no longer see any of them, I was and still am curious as to where the hell the third boy was. Did he leave? Was he waiting in another car? And where did they all go? It didn't take me long to get into my car. I didn't think they would go anywhere out of sight in that short amount of time. Very carefully, I left the parking lot, making sure that no one was following me. Thankfully, there wasn't. I made it home safely, though a bit perplexed. When it first happened, I was a lot more sure that I had been in danger. As a few days have passed, I really wonder if maybe I really had just freaked myself out over nothing, but I don't think so. That feeling of unease I felt has never been wrong. Occasionally, I'll get that feeling around a client, someone who seems fine at first and then always turns out to be a dangerous person. So I think I was actually quite stupid for not asking an employee to help me to my car. I let my concern for my place of work put me in potential danger. I did think about calling the Walmart and letting them know, but I actually know the current GM as we used to work together once upon a time. They didn't openly threaten me, touch me, or even speak to me, so she isn't going to do anything about it. She won't even log it just in case something happens. She's always been kind of apathetic towards dangerous situations and views many customer complaints as people just trying to give her a bad day. I think that is the scariest part of the story, knowing that there isn't anything I can do to protect others from these guys. Because, well, they technically didn't do anything wrong. Yet, that is. Anyways, even if it makes you feel paranoid or stupid, listen to your gut feeling and do what you need to do to protect yourself. I was stupid in this story. Do not take after my example. Take it as a warning. It's better to look paranoid or like an entitled Karen and be alive than to save face and possibly be stressed and dead. I was incredibly blessed to have those two cars pull into the parking lot when they did. Be safe, guys. This all happened when I was about 16 or 17. At this point in time, I was about 5 foot and an 85 to 90 pound female. 
so very petite. I had just gotten hired at the C's Candies in my local mall. The mall was kind of run down and just got really worse over time. As I got the hang of the job, my boss had scheduled me for a closing shift. I wasn't all by myself on this night since I was still a minor, but I had left before my boss did. I said bye to my boss, walked out of the store, and shut the rolling gate behind me. I had walked out into the closed mall, and I couldn't find an unlocked door to get outside. At this point, I was getting kind of anxious because I didn't see any security guards to ask for help. I decided to go back to my store to ask my boss where to go, but on the way back to the store, I ran into a man. He asked me if I needed help, and I told him yes, I don't know how to get out since this was my first closing shift. He had introduced himself as Jason. He told me he worked at the knife store in the mall. He then proceeded to show me an employee-only hallway that led outside. I thanked him. He then told me to go ahead, which struck me as odd. I told him, no, it's okay, you can go first. He just stood there staring at me and didn't say anything. He was creeping me out, so I acted like I forgot something, and I went back to my store. I waited for my boss to be done closing so we could leave together. The next day, I had another closing shift. We had so many samples in the shop that we definitely weren't going to get rid of them by closing time. Whenever this would happen, we would bag up some samples that were already accounted for, and then we would go around the shops in the mall and pass out these bags. That way they got eaten instead of just thrown in the trash. On this night, my boss didn't feel like doing it, so I jumped at the chance because the store was so slow. As I was going around to all the shops, I ended up going to the knife shop, thinking nothing of it. As I walked in, I had saw Jason behind the counter. His face lit up when he saw me. I awkwardly smiled at him and said hi. I walked up to the counter where he was helping two teen boys, and I waited for a break in their conversation to ask if they wanted a bag of samples. They all agreed, took one each, and then they all thanked me. I had turned to leave the store when Jason told me to stay for a bit to chat. Being so young and naive, I didn't know how to say no, so I stayed. He then completely ignored the two boys he was helping previously and had started asking me very personal questions about myself. The conversation went like this. So, how old are you? Um, I'm 17. Oh, really? What ethnicity are you? Uh, Swedish-American? What's your sexuality? I'm pansexual. So, do you have a boyfriend? Um, yeah, I do. This obviously made me very uncomfortable, as you can tell by the conversation. I didn't know what to do other than to answer his questions truthfully. At this point, I told him I was leaving. The two teen boys left with me, then asked if I was okay. Me not thinking too much of it, I just said yes and went back to work. When I went back to the store, my boss had asked me what took me so long, so I told her what happened. The look on her face was very unsettling. She was obviously very creeped out. I asked her what was wrong, and this is what she told me. She told me to not ever go back to the knife shop because that Jason loves talking to minors 
especially female minors. She told me that Jason would come into the store to talk with another one of my co-workers when she was underage. When I left to go home that night, I had noticed Jason following me out to the parking lot. He wasn't right behind me, but he was definitely following me. When I got into my mom's car, she could tell that I felt uneasy. I had told her everything that happened with Jason so far, and she was creeped out, rightfully so. She offered to pick me up in a different spot the next night, and I happily agreed. A few days later, I had another closing shift, but on this day, I had to run my bike to work since no one could pick me up. While I was helping a customer, I noticed Jason enter the store. I rolled my eyes because I knew that I was going to have to help him. I then said, Hi Jason, how can I help you today? As you can tell, I had said it louder than I normally would have so my boss in the back room could hear me. Instead of telling me how I could help him, he started sweet-talking me. He was complimenting me non-stop telling me how pretty I am and how my eyes are so beautiful he could get lost in them, along with many more compliments, just making me feel gross. He then asked me for my number, and I said no. When my boss heard this, she came out of the back room, then told him to get the fuck out of the store and to not come back. He refused to leave, so I went to call security. They then came and escorted him from our store, and my boss then told him that he's banned from ever entering the store again. After this, I was really nervous to ride my bike home. As a safety precaution, a security guard walked me out to my bike after closing. Before riding home, I had made sure to have my knife in my hoodie pocket just in case. I put my helmet on and started heading home. Whenever I rode my bike home, I always rode to the parking lot behind the mall. I know it's not the best choice since there's less people around, but it was the safest way to get home. As I was riding my bike, I noticed in the distance a human figure hiding behind a tree. I kept my eye on them and took my knife out of my pocket. As I got closer to the tree, they stepped out of the shadows. And big surprise, it was Jason. I then flipped open my knife and screamed at him. Stay the fuck away from me! I have a knife and I won't hesitate to cut your fucking face off! After I screamed this at him, he acted like he was going to try and grab me. I just pedaled as fast as I could past him. Once I was a ways away, I looked back and I saw him running to his car. When I saw him running to his car, I immediately called my dad and asked him to meet me at the end of our street. When I met up with my dad, I had told him everything that happened having to do with Jason. My dad told me that he would gladly have a talk with this creep. I was off for the next couple of days, and my dad did have a talk with him. I have no idea what he said to Jason, but it fucking worked. Jason never spoke to me again or even looked in my direction. I'm very thankful that my dad went Papa Bear mode on him. And Jason, I really hope you never did this to anyone else, and I hope I never see you again. But if I do, I'll be ready this time. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to my story. There's a lot of creepy people out there. So please stay safe and stay aware of your surroundings. This happened about one year ago. I'm a 20-year-old female, 
and I'd gotten a new retail job at a clothing store. It was my first week, and I had went through training with my coworkers on how to work the sales floor in the register. It was a fairly busy night, and I was placed in the home slash accessory department. I was halfway through my department when I had spotted a weird man looking at me. He then says to me, Hey, can I ask you a question? And I thought he was going to ask me about a store item. Well, I was wrong. He then asked me in a condescending tone while laughing. (laughs) Well, are you even old enough to be working here? I didn't know they hired 13 to 14 year olds. I looked at him awkwardly and then responded back with, Yes, sir, I'm old enough to be working here. I knew that he wanted to know my age by the tone of his voice. Then he looks at my name tag. I'll be using a fake name for privacy reasons, but my name is pretty unique. But then he says, Faith? Is that even a real name? I just laugh awkwardly and say yes that it is, and just continue working in my department. I get to where the pillow department is, and as I'm fixing the pillows, He's yet again behind me and then says, Oh, what do you know? It's you again. And he then grabs a pillow fluffing it and then asks, Are there any pillows here that are bigger? You see, I have a big bed and a big house and these pillows are just way too small for me. I just looked at him kind of awkwardly not knowing what to say and tell him, Well, this is all we have, sir. I'm really sorry if it's not to your liking. As I'm getting towards the end of my department, I get called up to cover my coworker's register, and when I call up the next customer, it's the creep again. He's just looking at me up and down, and I'm ringing up his items as quickly as possible, trying not to talk to him. He then says to me in a creepy tone, You know, I'm a smell kind of guy. I like smells. And no joke, he makes a loud sniffing sound in the process, then says, Mmm, you smell so damn good right now. I just looked at him in shock, not knowing how to handle this weird situation. I just told him thank you and to have a good night, and that I have other customers waiting. He flashed me a creepy smile, then telling me, I'll be seeing you again very soon. That's about all that happened, and luckily I didn't see him again. But damn, what a creepy-ass guy and experience. Even thinking about it gives me the shivers. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day, everyone. And remember, to always.